Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 461. The Mount Olive Pickle Company, located in Mount Olive, North Carolina, is the largest privately held pickle company in the United States. Take a guess. The average American eats how many pounds of pickles a year? Pounds? Pounds of pickles. Um... 1.5 1.5 pounds. Add seven pounds to that. Get 8.5 out. pounds of pickles a year the average American eats, which means if you're like us as a couple, I don't eat any pickles because I hate pickles. them. That means that you're eating 17 pounds of pickles I a year. don't think that could be the case. Today, we are talking food, and some of the worst food experiences that I've ever had happened on college campuses, right? I mean, college, we had great experiences in college yes. because we actually met in college for mm-hmm. people who don't know. So I would never say, oh, I would I would take that back and not do the experience I had because that would mean we would not be sitting here recording. Thank you. It only took you 17 years to come to that conclusion. But, <laughs> but. Cafeteria food. I mean, just horrid experiences. In fact, one semester, I went to this one school, Grove City College, out near Pittsburgh for one semester. It was ranked as one of the worst five uh, cafeterias or worst five meal plans in the U.S. out of all the colleges. And I will never forget, it was horrible food. There was one time they had a Wisconsin cheddar soup. And I looked in (laughs) and all it was was melted cheese Whiz. (laughs) You're joking. No, I'm not joking. That's and not a true story. I came from, come, coming from Philadelphia, I love Cheese Whiz, but do I want a vat of melted Cheese Whiz? It was absolutely hard. So definitely one of the worst things about university, I think we could admit, is like you're not getting good food when you're getting your room and board, but you are getting a good education. One of the cool things about being able to get an education online and do it remotely is mm-hmm. you can go and have one of the best meals you've ever had in your life, come back, hop on your computer, and get your degree. Sure. I mean, that sounds a lot better to me than your typical college experience. So if you guys are looking to do a degree online, which allows you to go out, have these amazing experiences, to travel, to see the world, to have good food. Be location independent. Be location independent. Oregon State eCampus, one of the sponsors of our show, they're consistently ranked in the top 10 in the U.S. News and World Report. They've got over 80 programs that you can choose from. Lots of bachelor's programs, even some master's and advanced degree programs. And you can check everything out at ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash peanuts. You remember the mascot from last time? Oh my gosh, you're putting me on the spot again. The The beavers. The beavers. (laughs) The beavers will give us some love if you use our link. So if you are going to check it out, go through our link, ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash peanuts. It'll give you the chance if you decide to do a degree with them to have an amazing, amazing meals around the world if you want while getting your degree. So check it out, ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash peanuts. Lightning struck in an open plain. And we forgot this old city's name See your breath on window pane Let's just talk till it strikes again On my way through I saw you on my way 
So now that we are doing these live and we're listening to the intro music as we're recording it, mm-hmm. I'm very, very tempted to sing each time. <laughs> but Well, if you don't know this, listeners, Trav does not have a good singing voice, no. nor do I. No, no, no. Our kids are <laughs> not going to be blessed in that, in that um, regard. So I haven't yet, but I keep feeling like I want to sing. If you guys are joining us live on Instagram, mm-hmm. hi, if you're listening to podcasts later, what's up, everyone? <laughs> we are going to do... One of our favorite shows of the year. I feel like we say that a lot, but at this time I mean it. Like best meals. I mean, is a who doesn't love food? Who doesn't like good eating experiences out there? And I just before we hop into it, I do want to shout out that since we are live every day, I feel like we have a couple more people joining us live on Instagram, Woo-hoo. and I specifically wanted to shout out because we have the first person who said they're from somewhere else. Joshua March is watching all the way from Indonesia. Thank you, Joshua. Wow. What time is it there? All right. (laughs) Early morning. Of the next day. Of the next day. There you go. Yeah, guys, if you are listening on Instagram Live, great. If you're on the podcast, awesome. Um, we, this is part, however you listen, this is part five of our six part year in review series. We're doing best meals. And then the next one that we do the, if you're listening to podcast, that'll come out next week. If you're live, this will come out tomorrow for you. Our best experiences overall of 2020. And let's just hop into it. We're talking best meals of 2020. As we've said at length, our eating was different this year because we just got to go to less places. So most Mm -hmm. of the places that we're going to be talking about, Philadelphia area, maybe even some meals cooked at home, I don't know, (laughs) as well as the Wilmington, North Carolina area, because that's where we spent most of our time because we were not able to travel internationally this year during 2020 because of COVID. So that being said, we also had a lot of really amazing meals because as I think people everywhere were trying to support local businesses, we were also, we didn't want any of our favorite restaurants to have to close due to the circumstances around the world. So we did manage to still eat a lot of really good food. COVID did not stop our eating, (laughs) uh, did not stop the eating train for sure. And I've got a really eclectic mix of answers. So I'm excited to get into this as we we say we mm-hmm. never know each other's list ahead of time. So I have my computer tilted this way so she can't read mine. Hers is too far away. I've got bad eyesight. I can't see hers. So let's get, I have honorable mention. You have honorable I mention? I have one honorable mention. Yes. All right, kick us off with your one honorable okay. mention. My honorable mention, very sweetly, is all about Trav. What? Yes. Can I, you imagine? No. <laughs> um, you actually always give me a lot of flack for not cooking. You're not a big cooker. You're not a big baker, but you are a big griller. Griddler. Oh, a griddler. Okay. This was, pr- okay. Yes, <laughs> that's true. So for Christmas last year, not, well, two, I guess two Christmases ago. In 2019, 2019 Christmas. Trav got a huge outdoor Griddle. I believe it's 36 inches, I think is the actual size. And a couple of our friends had it and Trav experienced the wonderful things they made on. And he's like, listen, Heather, I need to get myself this griddle. And I was like, that's listen, true. if there's anything that's going to allow you to cook more, I am 100% for it. And so we got this griddle. Blackstone and- is the company. Yes. You can buy them online. You can buy them. I think Walmart targets might have them mm-hmm. as well. It's not that expensive all told. No, it looked, actually, when I told everyone dollars. what the price was, people who see it are like, oh, that looks way more, like it would be way more expensive. Yeah, I think it was, you know, depending on what you get, 200 to 300 bucks, depending mm-hmm. on the size. I got the biggest size that they had at that point because 
my buddy who had one was like, don't go smaller. You'll you'll regret it. And I would say the same thing. If you're getting a griddle, go big because you can cook so much at once. It's not yes. just how good it is. It's how fast it's it is. It's how fast it is. And everything can be cooked at once. So before COVID hit, we had a lot of brunches at our house where, you I mean, you would just whip up tons of bacon, pancakes, eggs, home fries, all this stuff. It was like going to a restaurant, but at home. So that was really fun to do and, and socialize with other people. And then, of course, when COVID hit in March, we as a family, we still got to enjoy all of the wonderful things that you can make on it. So yeah. that, I mean, it, it was an honorable mention, but I guess it could have even been in the top list Just, because of how much I loved it. But then when we moved to the beach house, we no longer We don't have a griddle it, there so. because they said the salt air would eat that thing alive because it's a, it's a cast iron top, right? Um, and they're probably right, which that's the one downside to being there in North Sad. Carolina. <laughs> but I will say it definitely is the best for breakfast. To give you an idea, I can cook like a pound of bacon, six pancakes, eggs, and home fries all at once. So it's like I was a line cook <laughs> when I was uh, for a little bit. I was more a waiter, but sometimes I cook for at, a couple at of Bob Evans months uh, a at, the, year? at a Bob Evans restaurant out here in near Philadelphia. And so it's like that, except I wouldn't want to do it all my life, but for one breakfast a week or once every couple of weeks, it's awesome. We do a lot of cheesesteaks on there. We also do some dinners as well, steaks and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But really breakfast is where you could just whip everything up at once. It's outside so you don't mess up your kitchen. So I whip it up, we bring it in, we eat, super easy to clean. If you're looking for an awesome gift for someone in your life or for yourself, a griddle, I just really enjoyed a lot more than cooking on a grill because anything you can cook on a grill, for the most part, you can cook on a griddle, but then the breakfast takes the cake. So Yes, so cool. good, so good. Thank so you, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna, thank you. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. I had no idea what you were going to say but yeah the griddle a huge part of our life when we're leaving back in philadelphia i've got three honorable mention let's three. run through these really quick one collegeville italian bakery mm -hmm. um this has some of our favorite pizza when we are home we go there it's right near my parents house um they make a unique style of pizza called a norristown red top which is more sauce than cheese they also we learned put cheddar cheese on top yeah, it doesn't taste not like mozzarella. cheddar it's cheddar which we never would have guessed but it it does taste different so Unique type of pizza. If you're so in the area, good. Collegeville Italian Bakery. I mean, they just slay it. Actually, even harder to get stuff during COVID because they were so busy. We There were times you had to call in like 10, 20 times mm -hmm. to, to place get an through. order. through, yes. Been on our list before. Love them. Second one, crab cakes from Publix. So <laughs> Publix the grocery store. Publix the grocery store. <laughs> if you like crab cakes, and crab cakes are one of my favorite food, you know that they're good, but they're usually somewhat expensive. Publix has these amazing crab cakes for only $3 and each. Uh, $3, $3 each. Mm -hmm. Now, normally you get crab cakes, maybe five, $6 each. If you get them when you're eating out, you know, two crab cakes are going to be 25 bucks. So crab cakes has these pre-made um, Publix has these Publix pre has crab these pre-made <laughs> crab cakes. He can't even think straight because he's so excited about crab cakes. Delicious. Very, 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 mm. very yummy. And they are $3 each and I'll get two or three of those. I'll cook them up for dinner. I'm um, super easy. Crab cakes are super easy to cook if someone else makes them. I just love it. Yeah. We love Publix. My third honorable mention, shout out to our boy, Crime Dog, if you're listening, <laughs> my buddy Crime. They came down for Thanksgiving, him and his family. And he made two dishes. So he's getting like two shout outs wow. here. Two dishes that were absolutely incredible. One I had had before, but it's a it's a Pennsylvania Dutch dish, like an Amish dish. Okay. And it is pineapple stuffing. So it's like regular stuffing, but much sweeter. Don't they also call it filling and not stuffing? 
pineapple filling. You pineapple call- filling, right? I mean, I always because of stovetop stuffing, mm. but I guess some people so, call it a filling because well, you I, fill the turkey with it. Right. I did read that, but we didn't fill the turkey with it. We cooked no. it on its own. So um, it's it's incredible. I mean, I, stuffing's okay for me, but when you add like pineapple, it's it's mm-hmm. a sweet stuffing. Um, I love that. He did a fantastic job making it using special Arnold's bread, Arnold's potato mm-hmm. bread. Um, <laughs> which you won't be able to get, I don't think, unless you're in the, unless you're in PA. Um, oh, because he brought that down with him. No, actually, we did get that at the yeah, store. Yeah, I North thought Carolina. you had Okay, so it down Arnold's there. is. I think potato bread is like universal now around the U.S. Okay, maybe use potato. You bread. let us know, everyone. If you can Have get you heard po- of potato bread? If you can get potato bread, use potato bread. Um, and the last one he made, I'd never thought of this either. And this is such a simple concept. What's your favorite type of potato chips? Salt and vinegar. Have you ever had salt and vinegar mashed potatoes? Well, I have now because Crime made them for Thanksgiving. So same <laughs> concept. I had never heard of salt and vinegar mashed potatoes. I'm not a huge mashed potato fan. Salt and vinegar mashed potatoes, incredible for all the reasons that salt and vinegar potato chips are incredible. Mm-hmm. Again, super easy recipe. I'm like, Crime, what'd you do different? He's like, yeah, I made mashed potatoes and I put salt and vinegar in them. Okay. So try malt it out. vinegar too, not just any vinegar. Yeah, malt like vinegar and malt vinegar. kosher salt. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So try it out. Wow your family or friends at the next Thanksgiving with either pineapple filling or stuffing or salt and vinegar mashed potatoes. Just takes that regular Thanksgiving staple up a level in mm-hmm. my book. Yeah. So some honorable mentions. All right, awesome. we got we each got eight. Yes, we do. We each got eight. So we're counting down 16. Some of these may overlap. We don't know. So have to give me your number eight. My number eight, you definitely didn't have because you were not there with me when I ate it. But being in the South, you know, now we're Southerners. (laughs) Y'all. Y'all. We're Southerners, (laughs) y'all. North Carolina has really good fried chicken. I mean, we ate a lot of fried chicken last year. Mm. That's an mm for fried chicken everywhere, especially in the South. Oh, goodness. Fried chicken. Yum, yum, yum. So I think the best fried chicken maybe I've ever had in my life, I had... At Cast Iron Kitchen, which is in Wilmington, North Carolina, and it's in a bit of a funky spot. Uh, it's not downtown near the river. Okay. I, yeah, I don't even know where it is. I've yeah, never been. It's it's just kind of out north, like on the highway. It's like a, you know, four lanes. <laughs> it's not a highway, but it's like a, a big road. Um, and it's in like a strip mall. And I was out shopping with my sister because there was this awesome plant shop that we wanted to go to, which, of course. We, you know, we were having Makes a girl's sense. day. Makes sense of why yeah. I wasn't there. And uh, so I was just like Googling places to eat like near us right at the moment. Did not plan to go here. It wasn't the destination we had in mind. And it said Cast Iron Kitchen. It's like coming right up. I actually missed it. Had to turn around and like this four lane highway made it a whole deal. But <laughs> worth it for the fried chicken. Worth obviously. It. And it was fun because we ate there because they had outdoor seating. It was in the summer while well, it was in. October, but North Carolina, summer still. And they had all these nice picnic tables outside. So no one else was even there, but still we were outside. So we got to eat it fresh, which is something that didn't happen a lot in 2020. That that I think is the biggest difference of trying to make this list this year. I mean, the, the, we, it's not that we went to less places because again, we, cause we moved down to Wilmington, North Carolina, we were trying a lot of new places we hadn't been. We certainly went to less uh, destinations, but we still ate out a lot, as Heather mentioned, trying to support these local places, mm-hmm. also get good food in our bellies. But the difference is yeah, everything was takeaway for the yeah. most part, you know, maybe 95% of the times we ate were takeaway. And so it's just, 
it's sometimes hard to rate places because you it'll be good and you think man this would be so much better if i just ate it in, in right when they when it was when, when it, it was, was hot and Sorry. fresh and yeah i mean even in pennsylvania indoor dining was literally just closed for a lot of the months out of 2020 yeah, for sure so, like and right now you can't go inside and eat right inside in right. philadelphia so there you go okay yeah. i actually crazy enough have a fried chicken place on my i just looked mm-hmm. at my list and thought Oh, I've got one that she didn't go to. So that'll be okay. coming up. A little foreshadowing there. Soon. My guess is that it's in Nashville. Because, Soon it'll be coming Yeah, up. That's right. a good guess. You, you right. foreshadowing. Yep. My number eight is going to be something that most people will be able to get. So I like that. Hmm. Uh, not most, but if you have a Costco around you. Oh my goodness. They sell these at Costco. And these are the Tattooed Chef Acai Bowls from Costco. Trav, jumping on like the water shout out for the best drinks a perfect bar for the best desserts and yep. now you're doing a pre-made acai bowl at costco yes. i i don't know if this should be allowed i, I am mean, thinking this of is things not- that defined my 2020 <laughs> and i think water refrigerated protein mm-hmm. bars and pre-made acai wow. bowls is a pretty good wow. definition of oh my how the mighty have fallen <laughs> Listen, I'm not even going to let you throw shade because these are incredible. They're from Tattooed Chef. You can get them at Costco. Mm -hmm. They're six in a box for like 15 bucks. So here's the thing. I love acai bowls. I was making a ton of acai bowls at home. It was becoming a bit time consuming because I wanted to buy an awesome um, Vitamix, Vitamix, but I didn't want to splurge mm-hmm. 350 bucks. Plus it takes up counter space. Yada, 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 plus yada. It's just a lot of work to so make acai bowls. There are some awesome acai bowl and smoothie bowl places around us, but nothing very, very close to our house. And so I've tried other pre-made ones and they're, they're eh. and, or they have sugar added in them, which I'm not trying to do. I'm trying to be a little bit healthy. I found tattooed chef ones. No sugar added. They use the straight acai. Thank you. Tattooed chef. Well done with that. So it actually stays healthy. And again, it's like two fifty a bowl. Mm-hmm. They're a great portion for like a, a snack, it's a small, portion. small meal. Yeah, um, because usually we get acai bowls out, and there there are some big ones. We'll talk about that in a second. But all you have to do, and your sister gave me this because I would eat them. They come with the the fruit on it and the acai base, and then they come with a little pouch of a little bit of granola and some coconut shred. So that's good enough on its own. But your sister said, "Yeah, we gussy these up a little bit, cut half a banana on it because mm-hmm. that's that's." Banana and peanut butter are kind yes. of, you need them on acai bowls. They're, they like, t- well, acai is a little it, tart, especially if you're getting the ones with no added sugar. Right. So, right. And it so they said, well, just gussy it up. So now what I do, grab that mm-hmm. acai bowl, throw it in the microwave, 30 seconds, thaw it out, open up the packet, put it on half a banana, peanut butter. You can make it in two minutes. And it's almost as good as the smoothie bowls that you would get out for 10, 12 bucks. Um, I still love I going guess. to my local places, yeah. but this is I mean, such a good value when and you, so easy. When you eat them every day, almost. Right, like I, I mean, do. Especially in the summer. And since the summer lasts so much longer in North Carolina, we were in October and you were coming off the beach just wanting to eat an acai bowl. There is nothing I want more when I come out of surfing. And when I say surfing, remember everyone knows that I, that I, yeah, we say it lightly that it's basically waves beating me up right now. I'm not that great. But when I come out of the water or even just down to the beach playing with the kids, the one thing I want is an acai bowl because it's so refreshing Mm -hmm. and it feels light and good. And so I was coming up and making myself and spending 15, 20 minutes making them. It was a pain in the but everything Messy. got dirty. Boom. Thank you, Tattooed okay. Chef. You could buy them at Costco. You might be able to find them at other places too. I get mine at Costco. 
All right. And from the person who didn't even want a Costco membership when we're going back a couple of years. And two years ago, had never even had an acai bowl. So really... Things have changed. You're growing as a human. A complete 180. I'm now I'm now a full-fledged happy Costco member. You're number seven. <laughs> my number seven. Don't look at my list. I was going to look at my list, but my computer has gone on um, sleep mode. Sleep mode. And I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure my number seven is the biscuits at Southerly Biscuits. Because again, we're Southerners now. <laughs> And by that, I mean, we live some of the time in the South. So I know that we're not actually Southerners, but I know when do you get, when do you, <laughs> so, all right, you guys from the South who are listening, whether it be on the podcast or IG live, let us know, like, how do you get your Southerner card? When do you get it? What do you have to do something? Are there like a few things, hoops you have to jump through milestones you have to hit? Is it an amount of time? Let us know because I want to be able to say, yeah, I'm a Southerner now. <laughs> But then when I come up here, I also want to be able to claim Northern. Yeah, you it's want, like you dual want it passport all. type yeah. thing. Um, so we love biscuits. I've always loved biscuits even before we moved to North Carolina. And if you're listening and you're not from the U.S., we're not talking about cookies. We're talking about the American style <laughs> No, we're not talking about biscuits. UK biscuits. No, <laughs> not, not, yeah, crackers and cookies. Um, talking about real fluffy yes. biscuits. So good. And this spot, uh, which is in Carolina Beach called Southerly's, makes incredible biscuits and not just incredible biscuits but fun biscuit sandwiches yes. so they have i don't know eight eight or nine ish fried chicken fried catfish you know bacon, bacon egg, and and cheese, egg and pimento cheese, cheese oh, fresh oh. made jams oh can i give the pimento cheese oh one my out? goodness mm, pimento cheese you can make your so own good. so our sister so my good. sister-in-law does a crazy one it's like bacon egg and cheese plus pimento cheese no it's the blt oh, plus the BLT. an egg plus pimento cheese. there you go i mean that's when like she ordered that I was thinking this is this is a lot but it's actually just amazing so their biscuits are so good we've had them best biscuits I've had I mean we had to stop ordering them because I was like I think I'm gaining weight from also our kids love it so when we have them around we're like "Mm, they're they're eating like a couple biscuits a kid uh you know it sits pretty heavy in your stomach so you don't want to be you know doing too much after but southerly kills it with the biscuits Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, they just do a fantastic job. As we mentioned in Best Desserts, incredible pies as yes. well. So um, yeah, Southerly is, is in Carolina Beach. And yeah, simple. They're not open a ton. You want to make sure you get there. But biscuit, yeah, biscuit sandwiches, there's there's not that much better than a good biscuit sandwich. No. Right? And I grew up, I didn't think I'd mentioned Bob Evans twice already in the show. Oh my but gosh. I grew up working at Bob Evans for a, for a number of years. I worked at Bob Evans. And the thing that I loved about Bob Evans the most was the fact that you could get biscuits there, right? You can't, up north, you're not getting biscuits out of a restaurant. Cracker Barrel also has biscuits, right? right? This was before Cracker Barrel came up north. I would eat. But like, that's what I would do. I would come and I would eat biscuits at Bob Evans with honey. People used to make fun of me like, what? You put honey on your biscuit? I thought that was a normal thing. Tell us, is that a normal thing, honey on the biscuit? I thought so. Yeah. I mean, I always did it as up a kid. Up north, so. people made fun of me. They're like, no, you put butter on a biscuit or jam. I said, come on, honey, folks. Honey. Honey. All right. My number seven, going back, staying down south, I should say, uh, the fried chicken place that I mentioned to you, you have been there before. I was in... Nashville just for a couple days and right before I flew out I hadn't gotten any fried chicken because it was a really quick three-day trip and the night before I flew out and I was flying out at 6 a.m. and I ate this at like 9 p.m. Oh boy. So yeah I mean I was a little worried about the flight was from Hattie B's 
Hattie B's an institution in Nashville. There's a lot of it's talk. It's my favorite hot chicken place. And when we yeah. were there a few years ago, we tried a whole bunch of them. And you were like, oh, I think they like this other one better. But now you're coming back and saying Hattie B's for the win. I mean, I just hadn't been to Hattie B's in a while. I'm not yeah. saying it's better than Prince's because I didn't go to Prince's this time. And did, did Prince's, Prince's something had burn a down? fire, but I think they reopened. I, I okay. could be wrong. But I went to Hattie B's. I went to the one on Music Row, the original location. I went in. I was eating by myself and I went in and I got a fried chicken sandwich <laughs> and like a Didn't few you sides. you tots too or something? I got a few sides and oh, and uh, that's the thing. And I got a hot chicken like wing because I I could get one and I'm like, oh, I'm really hungry. I, I couldn't eat it all. Like I yeah. didn't even eat the chicken wing. I had a bite. It was a little too hot. But the fried chicken sandwich at Hattie B's. Oh, oh, so good. just mm. delicious. Incredible. Exactly what I want. I think it's nine bucks. I mean, what what more yeah. can you want out of a fried chicken I sandwich? I love the hot chicken sandwich there. So, yeah. Hattie B's, we love you. Mm. All right, you're number six. You're number six. My number six is another spot. You made spot. sure to check your notes, right? I did. Okay. I did. I checked it. Um, another spot outside Wilmington uh, called Soul Flavor. And basically anything from this restaurant is delicious. But the thing that I loved the most that I became obsessed with, and it's unfortunate because they don't always have it. It was a special. They're chicken wings. Mm. Mm. They're mm. chicken wings. How many times? If someone started count over <laughs> under on how many times I hit the yeah. yum button. But yeah. you could make this into a drinking game and, you know, drink water since that was like your number uh, one drink okay. of 2019. Right. But right. what anyway. was your number one drink? <laughs> I don't remember actually <laughs> what my number one was. Oh, it was the cocktails at Blue Bird, Blue Coat Distillery Blue Coat Distillery in you Philadelphia. But take a shot every time we hit the yum button. Yeah. You, you might not want to do that. <laughs> Anyway, the wings, the chicken wings that they had there were just incredible. And we got them takeout too. And they were still so good. And they made fresh blue cheese. That's what I always say is a good indicator. If you have good wings, it's you're you're making homemade blue cheese and dressing. They, they, they had this as a special. So I went in to pick up the order because you were doing takeout. Mm -hmm. And we didn't order wings. But I mm -hmm. saw on the board they had this as a special. And they said they had Nashville hot blue cheese or there's some or the wings were Nashville hot I couldn't mm -hmm. remember but as soon as I saw that I'm like we're getting an order of this so we did I brought it back they were so good that we called back and Heather ran out and got another order of wings for takeout since then <laughs> we because this was only right over Thanksgiving yes, so we're and we had friends staying with us so we it's not like we Oh, well, yeah. I'm not rationalizing the amount of wings we got. I'm just saying since then, we've called them up three different times to yeah. ask if they have those wings in again, and each time they haven't. So thankfully, the rest of their food is fantastic it's, as well, yes. but we have struck out now on these wings. Mm -hmm. We've only had them one. It's it's like that elusive thing. I mean, sometimes absence makes their heart grow fonder. I'm wondering yeah. if that's why they're number six. I don't think. I don't know. Well, I love chicken wings and we didn't eat a lot of wings in 2020 because my usual place to get wings is Tired Hands outside Philadelphia. Uh, we love their beer. We love going to that restaurant, to that brewery and getting the wings and the beer there. We didn't do that a single time that I can think of in 2020. No, but these sad. wings put those to shame. I, think I they mean, do. there's not. I think they do. Not even a They're doubt in my mind. so good. Anyway. All right, so your number six. six, wings from mm -hmm. Soul Flavor. All right, my number six is another place near our house in Carolina. That is a place called Salt Life. Salt Fish. Salt Fish. Salt, salt Life, <laughs> dang. I always say Salt Life is that company that everyone has the bumper stickers on their on the back of their oh, car okay. down in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, salt Fish. Yes. Incredible restaurant. 
Caribbean infused, okay. or not Caribbean infused, Caribbean style food at this small little joint. Mother and daughter mm-hmm. run it um, and make it, it make the food. It's absolutely incredible. So whenever we want to go out on a date, and this has only happened a few times, or we or actually we've been there three times or two twice. Times. We've two, been there two twice. times. Um, or we want to tell someone to go somewhere mm-hmm. when they come to visit us. We say, hey, if you want a special meal, go to Saltfish because it's not that expensive. You know, you're talking like. 15 to 25 dollars for an entree mm-hmm. but it's it, it's it would, incredible if you dropped saltfish into any city in america with an amazing food scene saltfish would still people would rave about it it's that good it's not just because we're in north carolina or anything like that they do it i mean of so, course north carolina so, has good food just right i just mean being that it's like a small, small town, beach town right yeah it, it would hold up against in anywhere else more in the world world renowned totally places. um they have a one of their signature dishes is a half pineapple so it's like fried rice which which doesn't do it justice if you're thinking regular takeout fried rice fried rice with all this amazing seafood mm-hmm. And um, sausage and all, but it's in a half a pineapple. Yes. Like cooked in the pineapple. It's very good. Mm. <laughs> Hit that button again. Take yes. a shot of water, everyone. Um, saltfish. <laughs> saltfish is also on my list. But And here's the thing. I have to give a shout out to you here, though. Mm-hmm. Give you a little love here. Because they had a dish there that we really, really, really loved. Mm-hmm. It's coming and up on my list. It was scallops and coconut rice. Yes. Okay. So anyway, you made their, a version of that, but you did the scallops in brown butter instead. That's true, I and did. I think that it was better than the dish that we got at Saltfish. Well, thank you. So you recreated it at home. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. I won't say anything more. <laughs> it might come up again, but that's my number six. All right. All right, your number five. My number five is a local restaurant to us here in Philadelphia. And I think it's been on the list before, but that is Nui Nui Kitchen. Okay. I love Thai food so much, and I still stand by that this is the best Thai food I've had anywhere other than in Thailand. And also sometimes better than the food in Thailand because the consistency to me is always, or sorry, the um, not the consistency, but the quality is always consistent at Nui Nui Kitchen. It's just so good. And we went, we got takeout a ton from there during quarantine. We had some Thai in North Carolina, not from the highest rated place in Wilmington, because we still have yet to do that. Indochine, we're coming for you. We haven't had you yet, but. But just the local Thai place. And it's good. It's a pretty good restaurant for being in a beach town. You're talking about the place in in, In, in North Carolina. Carolina. But. I would say it's. Very good. It is, but it's still not as good as Nui Nui. And so I crave Thai is one of my favorite foods right behind Italian and Mexican. It's top three. So every time I come so home. So that's your Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That's your Mount Rushmore types of foods. 100%. Italian, Mexican, Thai. Mm-hmm. You need a fourth. I need Think a fourth. Think about it. Um, just bread, maybe. Bread. <laughs> Pizza, but that's kind of Italian. Just but. bread. <laughs> I would love to see that actually sculpted into the side of a mountain. Just a big a baguette, loaf of bread. French baguette. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not even hungry right now. Otherwise, I would probably be like, I'm we glad we didn't do this, this podcast hungry. We ate before this, specifically for this reason. So, yes, Nui Nui Kitchen, her Thai food is the best. I just recently had it take out a couple days ago now that we're back in Philadelphia. And I'm definitely going to get it again before we leave just because it's so good. And I had the pad Thai, which all of a sudden I'm into pad Thai again, where I almost always get curries and 
It's just perfect. I, so I good. mean, I can't argue because Nui, our, who owns it and is one of our best friends, just made me for my birthday slash a New Year's. So if you're listening on IGTV, mm-hmm. this happened last night. If you're listening to podcast, it is a month ago. Um, she made me my favorite dish of all time, and that is cow soy, which is a curry that's only found in northern Thailand, which you can't get on the menu at 99% of Thai restaurants mm-hmm. in the U.S. because it's a local dish to northern Thailand. And even if you can, they never do it right. She has for years worked on making a version that tastes like you would get it at Khao Soi Mae Sai, which yes. is my favorite restaurant in the world in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And uh, for a couple of years, she didn't make it for us because we were traveling and all stuff. But um, she said to my dad and me, um, because he loves it as well, hey, guys, I got a surprise for you. And she gave us last night six liters, <laughs> six liters, a huge, huge jug of cow soy and we had it last night and so it good. tastes just like we're back in Thailand and smells like you're back in Thailand. So I'm not going to throw any shade towards Nui. She just hooked it up. <laughs> very well done. This happened in but 2021 yeah, when I ate it. the very first day of the year. So it can't technically make the list, but you are hearing about it. You're so, he- I, you know, you kind of. I mean, foreshadowing, <laughs> I'm guessing it'll be on my best meals of 2021 when we do this because. I love, love, love cow soy, and you just can't get it most yep. places. If you guys see it on a menu and you're out of a Thai restaurant, give it a try. Um, it, it's a noodle. It's a curry dish with noodles mm-hmm. in it. Supposed to have crispy noodles on top as well, usually with a chicken drumstick. But if you're getting in the U.S., typically they put like people get weirded out if they get stuff with bones in it. So they like put the chicken breast in, which is fine, but just not the same flavor. The so same. she gave us actually mm-hmm. chicken thighs this time, not drumsticks. And that it's might very even be good. better. So good. Mm. All right. On to my number five mm-hmm. here. And I'm going back to acai and <laughs> of smoothie you bowls. Are. <laughs> there are two incredible places that we have been blessed to get to be. There's one up here by our place in Philadelphia, and there's one kind of close to our place in North Carolina. And they make the best smoothie slash acai bowls. And I say smoothie bowls because sometimes uh, the base that I get isn't actually acai because they have fun ones like peanut butter and jelly, whatever. Um, Sweet Aloha Bowls in Royersford, Pennsylvania. They are opening a location apparently next spring in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Um, Do the best smoothie bowls I've ever had. And I've tried a lot. They also... I found out this year just by their Instagram, do not, they, they do use the unsweetened acai because they say this should be healthy. We're not going to get the stuff with loaded, loaded with sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do an, a great job. My favorite place and the portions are huge. They give you a 24 it's ounce It's hard bowl. to finish it. Honestly, it's so big. I'm gluttonous when I get those. And even <laughs> I'm like at the end, I'm like, whoa, this is a lot. So awesome bang for your buck. The place down in North Carolina that I love, and I'm so glad there's another place that's very similar to them, is called Kale Thee Living. And that's in Wilmington, North Carolina, mm-hmm. right by the Target, if you're ever there. There's um, only one Target in there's Wilmington, only one North target. Carolina. And whenever Heather has to go to Target, <laughs> I, I'm, I get upset if it's when <laughs> Kale Thee Living is closed because they close at 3 p.m. and they're also closed, like I think, on Sundays and Mondays. So I'm like, oh, man, can we please go on like a Tuesday <laughs> in the middle of the day because I want to go to Kale Thee Living. Crazy enough... The owner at Kale Thee Living 
actually went to high school with the owner of Sweet Aloha Bowls, the two places I love. They yeah. didn't open them because of each other. When he was opening one, Brian at Kelty Living, if you're listening, what's up? <laughs> um, I found this out in a convoluted way that I don't have to get into. But Well, I don't think anybody's surprised because as soon as you meet somebody, you ask them about 101 questions. But this is one of those crazy coincidences <laughs> in life. When I started talking to him, and I found out that he knew the owner, one of the owners of Sweet Aloha Bowls. And he said, you went to high school together. I was like, oh, did are you guys really good friends? You get the idea, like they opened one, you opened one. She, mm -hmm. He said, no, I started opening one. And a mutual friend said, did you know that she has one up in <laughs> Philadelphia? And then they just started talking. So um, there must be some synergy there. They both do it right. That's the type of smoothie bowls that you want. They're healthy and delicious. And if you're not eating desserts for, you know, or trying to stay away mm -hmm. from desserts, this is the perfect way to get that like sweetness in your life, that, that feeling that you would have if you ate ice cream, but in a much healthier way. Yeah. And we do tell our kids it is ice cream, which then they will eat it sure. and they love them. Oh. So if you break one a, out in front of Hadley, you better watch out because she's coming for you. Yeah. Can I have the purple <laughs> ice cream? Like, yeah, let's go get, let's go get smoothie bowls from Kelty Living or a Sweet Aloha Bowl. So uh, just shout out to those two places. They do it right. If, if there was a place like this everywhere in the country, I'd be crazy happy. Sweet Aloha Bowls, Kelty Living, mm -hmm. um, and the smoothie bowls from there. My number five. Awesome. That's that's fine. That's fine. That's allowed. I mean, a oh, Costco pre-frozen smoothie bowl making your top 10. I, I mean, are you even a foodie anymore? I, tattooed <laughs> chef. Uh, by the way, <laughs> tattooed chef, the ones that make the Costco ones, plant-based food as well. Not that I am huge into that, but again, mm -hmm. they just do it right. They just do it right. Yes, that's allowed. They, they are good. They are that's good. allowed. I mean, Foodie it's allowed. Doesn't it's mean on you have the to list. Spend a lot of money. I'm not talking about spending a lot of money. I'm talking about pre-packaged food from Costco. But hey, there's a place for everything. There so. is a place for everything. You're number four. I promise I'm getting a little more foodie <laughs> as we go down the we list. We don't discriminate on this podcast. So. Only you do against yeah. me. <laughs> and prepackaged food. <laughs> okay, my number. We're at my number four. You're who? Right, your number four. So yeah, I have a lot of heavier foods on this list. I love mac and cheese, macaroni and cheese. Okay, mac. What does your mom call it? Mac cheese. My mom. If my mom and my brother, if you're listening, you'll love this. She just says mac cheese, not <laughs> mac and cheese. Yo, you want some mac cheese? She doesn't say yo. You want some mac cheese? Yeah, and she does make a really good mac cheese. Now my dad says mac cheese, and, and I, I might say mac cheese too. I never really thought about it until it was called out by my brother, who on his podcast, mm -hmm. someone called him out for saying it, which yes. he didn't realize he said it. So they say mac cheese, and they also, for that Parmesan cheese that you get in a can that mm -hmm. re is refrigerated, mm -hmm. they call it shake cheese. <laughs> yeah, throw some shake cheese on there. Shake cheese. Get past the shake cheese. <laughs> Oh, it's quirky. <laughs> anyway. Mac cheese is awesome. Mac and cheese is so good. And of course, again, in the South, they know how to make a good mac and cheese. Oh, so, pimento mac cheese. Yeah. Well, we went to this place twice and their mac and cheese is some of the best I've ever had. Some of the best? Or I, would you I maybe say the best? I think it might be the best. I've only had it twice though. And once was just like a little side dish. Right. And we were all eating off it. Yeah. So your mom got it actually. And that's at Rooster and Crow. Rooster and Crow in Wilmington, North in Wilmington, Carolina. North Carolina. This cool is outdoor the, seating. This is the first right time the we river. ate at a restaurant like since COVID had started. So it was in July and we ate outside and it was boiling hot <laughs> outside. It was so hot because it was July. It was July. Uh, but anyway, it was so delicious and a big bowl of macaroni and cheese and they put- Oh, now you're saying pulled, macaroni and macaroni, cheese. Macaroni, mac and cheese, thing. mac and cheese. They put pulled pork on top because again, sometimes- I mean, if you're On the entree get, version. Yeah, on the yes. entree version. 
you know, if you get a whole entree of just mac and cheese, it can be a little bit much, but then they put the pulled pork on top. It feels like, all right, I'm getting some extra protein in here. I don't know. It, it was, was a massive so good. portion. So good. And I mean, it was massive. We couldn't finish it. And then we took the there leftovers home. There were six of home. us, six adults eating, yeah. five adults, six adults eating. We could not finish this portion of mac cheese. And we took it home. And it was later. good leftover Still too. Amazing. So I think, cause we, we've gotten the mac and cheese at the place in Nashville and Asheville. Like what is that? I can't remember what the name of that restaurant is now that everybody always tells people to go to. Um, it's like a, a small chain there in that area. And they always say that the mac and cheese is the best there. It was good. And I'm sorry that I'm blanking on that name, but uh, well, I am too. Not twisted yeah. pine is all no. I can think. That's that TV. <laughs> no. It's a TV show. No, but, Anyway, this is the best mac and cheese I think I've ever had. Yes. So. Uh, cool. This works really well with my number four because my mm. number four is Austin from Rooster and Crow okay. in Wilmington, North Carolina. I love when things match up like that. Again, we don't know our list, so mm-hmm. this is fun when it happens. Is the Cuban from oh, Rooster and Crow. Yes. So when we went to eat out at Rooster and Crow that first time, it was myself and Heather and my dad and mom and my brother mm-hmm. and sister. And so we all tried a bunch of different things. Uh, the mac cheese, the pulled pork mac cheese was awesome. The fried chicken, mm-hmm. also chicken very waffles, good. very good. Chicken and waffles, very good. But the Cuban, what was interesting about that is we've had Cubans a lot of places, including mm-hmm. a lot in South Florida. And I have Which always- Which is, I guess, where they originated outside of Tampa. Right, or like, or Miami. Yeah, right. I don't know where they originated. I think but, Tampa. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure. That's fine. I mean, a huge Cuban population there, so that could be it. Um, Cubans are-, are Good. Like, I like the idea of a Cuban. Same as I like the idea of a po'boy. But I feel both of those, I like the idea of them more better than the execution at a lot of places. Not saying I won't eat them, but I get really jazzed up for them. And then I have it, and I'm like, ah, this is just okay. This Cuban from Rooster and Crow is the best Cuban that I've ever eaten. And my dad, who is also a huge, huge fan of Cubans and has eaten his fair share of sandwiches Mm -hmm. in his 65 years of life, said... This is also the best Cuban I've ever eaten. So surprising to us that a place that isn't, you know, doesn't specialize in that type of food, they specialize in comfort food, has the best Cuban we've ever had. It's incredible. I mean, I this is this got to the point where at four, I kept wanting to put it higher and I just it's like, it could be number one. I know we talk about this a lot, but yeah. the, I could switch my top four in any order I was and be actually fine, just looking fine. at my list and seeing my number three, and I was like, should my number three be my number one? But I think I have my number one there for a reason, all right, well, a different my, reason. My top you know? <laughs> four are all interchangeable. Yep. So if you're hearing this, you're like, I'm only going to go to the p- number one place that Travis and Heather recommend. <laughs> I will say, no, go to the top four that I recommend. Or go to all eight if you can. We're going to all eight. My number two is going to be hard for you to go to because it's homemade. But Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Something homemade on your number two. Number four, Cuban okay. from Rooster and Crow. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to your number okay. three. My number three, I am so excited about. And that's why I was thinking, I wonder if it should be number one because it's something we had never done before. Okay, I'm hoping this is my number three as well because that would be very coincidental. Okay. Because we just said they could kind of be anywhere on our list. Yes. Maybe there's some synergy here. Go for it. Is it a seafood boil? It is. It is. Oh my gosh. So I had never done what they call a low country boil before. We are not Southern. (laughs) We were not Southern. Maybe that is that what gets us our Southern. We moved into the beach house the day of a hurricane. 
That's we spent fun. almost half the year there. Okay, that's two. We love it way more than we thought we would. That doesn't classify, I don't think, as being a southerner. Mm. I think I think having a low country boil classifies. Okay, I, I think we're there then. We're there then. Uh, eating a lot of biscuits, probably another one. <laughs> Gaining Maybe, weight. I think I we might have to like start making our own shrimp and grits or biscuits and gravy. Yeah, I don't like grits, though. Oh, that well, mean? You might not have your card yeah. then. Yeah. Anyway... Um, <laughs> My point is that we've never had a seafood boil before where you do it in the big pot and just like lay it out on the table. And we did it the when we first went to even visit North Carolina when we were looking at the beach house. And then we've done it so many other times when people come to visit or just for fun. Because another reason, you can't really eat out. And so to make something that comes in a pot where you just put it on your stove and you add in like the liquid to boil mm. it and then you're you're done. Liquid and it's being beer. Fresh. Yeah. I, they say water. Wine, you can do water. Water, water beer. beer. We used beer. Uh, to boil it in and then it's there and it's fresh. That is such a fun experience because it's hardly any work and That's it's the key. delicious and That's so fun. And you're at the beach and so you just like eat all this seafood and it's so delicious. And it's not just seafood. It has the andouille sausage, potatoes, corn, and then seafood. Yeah. And you, Onions. the cool part about this place, and um, we'll get, we'll give a shout out to the place that it is because mm-hmm. it's called Cape Fear Boil Company. They the will, best pot on the beach. The best pot on the beach. They will either um, like come and cater it for you. I think if you have 10 people or more, mm-hmm. so they just bring it, they'll cook it, they'll do it. Or you can buy the pots from them. And that's what we've done each time. So you tell them how many people there are. And I think it starts at $18.95 a person. I don't know why I didn't just say 20. but uh, <laughs> And that's for their basic one with, with some shrimp and dewy sausage potatoes and corn but then you can add stuff in so we always add scallops because we mm-hmm. love scallops heather added lobster mussels, the one time you add mussels and do clams crab and so legs you just tell them like hey there's four people this person wants mussels this person. and they throw it all in a pot you bring it back again as heather mentioned you boil it, it takes like 30 minutes dump it out on they even will sell you the tablecloth the i don't tablecloth. think they sell you the tablecloth i always get it at Publix. i think they do they? Okay, oh, they might. They might provide. If like, not, they should. One. And they just upcharge because they upcharge you on the uh, key lime <laughs> the pie key if you listen pie. to that episode. <laughs> uh, that's where the key lime pie is three times as expensive as the Publix, which hey, I'm not against that. Good business practice. <laughs> uh, you pay for convenience. But they also, um, you know, they have cornbread that Heather loves. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the cornbread too, but she loves the cornbread. And so you just boil it, you throw it out. So this is our absolute favorite thing to do when friends come to the beach. So every time we've had friends there, except for when our friends came Thanksgiving because we were having a big meal there, we've said, let's do a seafood boil because it's fun, it's easy, it's local, it gives you like an experience that you probably haven't had before if you're coming from, you know, other parts of the country. And it's just, it's, it might be my top experience. So that's why I would say, I'm glad you put it yeah. at three, two, so good. But I think that's my it really, top experience It's so of fun and we did it quite a few times and I just think even if it wasn't a year of COVID, it's still a fun thing to do. I'm still looking forward to doing it again, basically any any time there's occasion for it because there's just, I mean, it's like a dream. I always saw them in magazines and like Southern Living or up in New England they do, I guess it's a different type where they do it in the sand, but I guess they cook things in the sand. Um, I don't know about that. I think they do like the crab. I'm not, I'm not exactly saying they don't. Sure. I'm saying I don't but know. You about just them. always envision, you know, 
eating all that seafood just on the tablecloth right it's, at the ocean. It's perfect. So it's pretty incredible. It's perfect. I can't wait to do it when we go back. They'll do it for as little as two people. <laughs> yeah. So like, all right, let's go back. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. for. I, I always thought too, should I just do this myself? I could get the ingredients. I could do it. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to cut up the potatoes. I don't want to get to cut yeah, up the corn. Yeah, I mean, like, you just pick up the pot and it's already for Cape you. Cape Fear Company. The it's prices like, are pretty like close to market price. You know what I mean? For right. the seafood. So- I just want to, Cape Fear Boil Company, thank you for doing that <laughs> service for us. It's so fun for us to come and have people over and grab this pot and just bring it home. It's just cool. And yeah. you feel like you're doing a little bit because you have to do it, to, you know, you just have to boil it. So you're like, when friends come, you feel kind of cool, like like you're making them dinner, but yeah. you get to do the fun mm-hmm. part and everyone else has done the hard part. So that's perfect. All mm-hmm. right, cool. That was my number three as well. So awesome. we're on to number two. My number two is a restaurant in Philly that we've been to a few times. In fact, we all almost always go in the winter around Trav's birthday. I forgot we went to this in like February. <laughs> yeah. uh, with, with our boy, Scott Brills, yeah. who was on the cocktail list. We mm-hmm. had an, okay, I know what you're saying. We yeah. had an epic day on uh, that one day in Philly. And that is the restaurant Sahav, which is one of the top rated restaurants in Philly. Yep. It's Israeli Mediterranean restaurant. And it's phenomenal it's so good i don't even remember exactly what dishes we got that night oh i don't know because our waitress was bringing us she's like do you want these and we said uh she's like no i mean they're free so and she just kept i don't know why she was that day we got four (laughs) free like at four different places we got free drinks or free food i don't know we had hadley with us which is funny because the very first time we went to zahav on trav's birthday with our friends courtney and calum we had Wit with us, and he was only two months old. So we, it's not really a kid-friendly restaurant. It's I mean, like it, yeah, you're not you, going with kids. You're going on a nice date, right? But you know, both times we kind of went spur of the moment, or th- all three times, I guess. Um, you know, just kind of called, and they actually had a reservation. And then the other time we went and sat at the bar because we got there right when they opened. And yeah, both times we had newborns with us, so maybe they just took pity on us, like. <laughs> Coming in with our child and they slept through the whole thing. But so if you want to, if yeah. you want a decent shot at getting like a twenty dollars worth of free food, have a kid. I think your return <laughs> on investment is pretty good, just an right? Infant, because not a kid, like a toddler. Well, I, meant, I don't think I people meant, would be giving you free I stuff if you go have a toddler. and give birth to a child, <laughs> and then you may have a chance of getting twenty dollars of free food. Yeah, it's worth it. Totally, yeah, total, yep. totally. How much could that kid really cost you over their life? Come on. Yeah. Um, no, I, I little hack though. If you're coming to Philly and you want to go to Zahav, um, very, very difficult to get a reservation. We're talking sometimes months out, especially if you're doing weekends, because it is the number one restaurant in Philly. It's been for years. It's incredible. It's as we said, well worth that. The hype though. I yes. Mean. So if you want a little hack, you can get there at 5 PM when they open and you can sit at the bar. You can still get all the same menu, um, but you can sit at the bar and that is not reservation. So if you get there, you know, 4.50, 4.45, I don't know how it is on a weekend all the time, but you might have a shot, you know, just walk up, say, hey, mm-hmm. do you guys got room at the bar? You know, and then you might be able to get in and probably a pretty good shot actually of you being able to get in. We've seen people do it all the time. So if you want to go to Sahab and you can't get a reservation, try that. I mean, we're talking obviously post COVID here. Yeah. Um, they have yurt. You tried to do this oh, for my, my birthday. Gosh. They had a yeah. yurt village set up to do outdoor dining. Yes. But, but it obviously was, it's very limited capacity, but it looks super cool and super fun. But I think they just opened their reservations for February. So if you're in Philly or coming through Philly, you might be able to get a table there in February. I 
Don't Give know if you have to be an American Express card holder because oh, weird. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure because when I was looking into it a little bit more, I guess the yurts, which look super cozy, huga, cool, warm. I mean, not cool, but warm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said something on Instagram about oh, they were opening the reservations for American Express card holders because huh. the yurts were sponsored by American Express. This podcast not sponsored by American Express, no, but we are but American we Express are, card holders. Yeah, because we're also I mean, card it's holders a great, of. Uh, basically every right i mean there. if you're into travel hacking you might have every probably right. card out there so it's not like we're Amer- amex stands <laughs> here like no we got a lot of chase cards too some city cards you know even a bank so, of america thrown in maybe there. just the earlier reservations are okay. for those uh, yeah holders. zahav i forgot we had that meal incredible yeah. incredible definitely if you're coming to philly and you want an amazing eating experience get into zahav and use that hack if you can't if, if it's last minute or you mm-hmm. can't get reservations pretty good shot that you'll be able to sit at the bar. Uh, and by the bar, you don't, that doesn't mean that you even have to get cocktails. No. Like it's just a seating area that's a little separate. You can get the whole menu. You don't, if you don't drink, you could pro like, I'm sure it's still okay for you to sit at the bar. Um, yeah. They also have pretty decent cocktails too. Uh, my number two, this will be a hard one for other people to have. I mean, you can get this food out and now I'm interested in getting it out somewhere, but this was homemade by my dad who, Ever since he, he is an excellent cook. He has loved cooking since he retired. He he cooks every night. And he even said the one night when we were getting something, like we were buying, oh, we we're getting Indian curry um, out for takeout on New Year's Eve or something. He goes, what am I going to do with these two hours of my evening? Because he just <laughs> loves puttering around the kitchen cooking. And he's very good at it. And he and he so. likes making like unique stuff. He's also mm-hmm. a hunter and he, and he smokes his own meat and like he'll try making duck at times. So he likes just playing around mm-hmm. in the kitchen and makes really good food. He made something I had never had before. Gumbo. And yeah. I, I don't know if all gumbo is this good. If all gumbo or if gumbo is just this good as a food, gumbo could feasibly be on my Mount Rushmore. He made this. <laughs> I tried it. I was blown away. I've heard of gumbo. I kind of knew what it was, but not really. I just knew it was like Mm -hmm. a Creole dish. Oh, you get gumbo, you know, get gumbo down in New Orleans. I I didn't really ever give it much thought or really kind of know what was involved. And it was absolutely incredible. We were here for a couple of days. I ate like three bowls of it. Felt pretty (laughs) sick that night. But then (laughs) here's how good it was. Felt sick from eating too much gumbo, then ate it again for my next meal at the next lunch because I skipped breakfast because I wasn't feeling good. So that's when you know you have a good food when you're ready to eat as leftover. So I guess so. I guess let me know, guys. My question with gumbo is this. I know my dad made a really good gumbo. He's made it a few times. He said this was the best one he's ever made. But is gumbo just always delicious? Is it like pizza where you can get you know, the saying with pizza is like, oh, yeah, you could, you know, even crappy pizza is good, right? You can get pizza and it's not as good as other pizza. But is gumbo just a food that's always that amazing? And where have you had good gumbo before? Because, again, will travel for food. So My guess just, is New Not Orleans. only is this like one of your favorite meals, but because you never had it before. Now you want to experience I mean. a lot of other gumbo dishes right like it blew me away so much that now mm. i'm as a now i'm getting obsessed you know when i get obsessed oh yeah i sure do when i'm like now i want to try this i i want to <laughs> travel and to get good gumbo like i want to make a pilgrimage mm-hmm. to get gumbo somewhere so guys let me know where am i making that pig- pilgrimage to get gumbo 
Okay. I mean, Louisiana, I feel. I guess. Is I, mean, it, I mean, is New Orleans uh, the gumbo place? This I is the thing. I haven't got so obsessed that I've guess. looked it up, but yeah. I've heard of New Orleans sure. gumbo. Okay. So, gumbo. Mm. All right. Love ya. <laughs> All right. We're at your number one. We're at number Drum one. Drum roll number here. The number one dish that I ate is the special that I got at Saltfish with the scallops, the coconut rice, and the Maduros, which are fried plantains. So I mentioned saltfish yes. as my number six. Yes. And I, it could have been higher. I know I said that yeah. saltfish, the restaurant is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pick one. My problem with saltfish was yeah. everything is so good that I was having a hard time picking one dish to put above yeah. the others. But um, that's fair. And I know that you said that I made the scallops better at you home. Did. Which no, I, you I, did. And I will say, yes, I did make them. I, of course, then I had to. I made them. So that, uh, when I make something, it's not always going to be on my list because I had to put effort into making right. it. Isn't so, it always better when, yeah, some, when somebody well, unless else you really makes it. like being a chef? Right. Plus, I didn't have the fried plantains, which. I love, I mean, who doesn't love fried plain paints? It's if like I had to pick fried banana. One thing from, like you said, all right, you can only have one thing from saltfish. It would be those Maduros. So if I had made those, which maybe next time I will, I will make those as well. That was my favorite part of the dish with the coconut rice and the pan seared scallops. Just incredible. And the reason it was number one is because it was a date and we went on very few dates in 2020. I could count it on one hand. And... <laughs> this was kind of our it was our second date because the first date we went back to rooster and crow oh, you really are counting it yeah we, yeah it was our first other than like we went furniture shopping for the mm, beach house was the only dates, time yeah. that we like got out of the those house super fun dates dates <laughs> alone. to target Love yeah it. you know oh, so, fun. Uh, so this was like we intentionally you know we had a babysitter both times it was one was Trap's sister the other day was my sister sure um <laughs> We dressed up, we went out, and in Saltfish is the only restaurant that we ate inside during COVID <laughs> at all. And, you know, they took precautions, and I felt fine being inside there. But it was There's just, also only like four tables. Yeah, it's I a very small, very small, <laughs> very small restaurant. And so just the whole experience of going in and actually being on a date after like nine months of not doing that, and the food was just so good. Yeah, Saltfish. Just incredible. Like we said, they, yeah. an, an absolutely incredible restaurant. You could put it in any city in the world. Like you could drop it into the most foodie place in the country, Charleston, Austin, mm-hmm. New York City, whatever. And saltfish would get a claim. Yeah. It's that good. Mm-hmm. And it's unique, but not crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you get those unique places that you think, oh my gosh, I'm not actually refined enough to 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 understand what's going on um, or, or to enjoy this. Saltfish isn't that. Um, it's also not too expensive. Sometimes you get those places that are, you know, beloved by critics and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then you go and you're like, oh my gosh, I've got one ounce of something and it's costing me 30 bucks. And I'm going to have to go eat pizza afterwards. I'm still hungry. Mm-hmm. Saltfish fills you up. Great prices. Very good. Awesome people. Fantastic food. I'd put it anywhere in the country. Thankfully, it doesn't have to be anywhere in the country. It's right near our beach house. What's really crazy about this is my number one is another restaurant Next door to Saltfish, <laughs> Heather already mentioned it. This is Soul Flavor. Yeah. And these two restaurants, very small. Uh, Soul Flavor is bigger than Saltfish. But two small restaurants in a small town in North Carolina, both that, again, can punch 
uh, like not punch above their weight, like can be up against any restaurants I've ever eaten at. Mm -hmm. Soul flavor I have as their number one dish yeah. is the are the wings, the wings as well. And I thought when I made this my number one, mm -hmm. I thought we might have. Uh, like the same number one because you have yeah. i love the wings you have Gosh, raved about true. the wings at soul flavor yeah. the cool part about soul flavor i mean they have amazing wings is that every time we've gone and so when we have friends down to our beach house here's kind of what we've done the flow hey we got to get a pot uh a pot a at, boil. at the uh, cape fear boil company a seafood boil if we're going out on a date or or something a little more fancy or nice, mm -hmm. we got to go to Saltfish mm -hmm. or we'll watch their kids so they can experience mm -hmm. Saltfish. We got to get stuff at Soul Flavor. So even when we haven't got the wings, which is quite often, we've tried a bunch of their other mm -hmm. dishes, including- Every single one is so good. I got takeout ribs one night, yeah. which, you know, ribs are something you should definitely try to eat fresh. I got takeout ribs, some of the best ribs I've ever had. So they are soul food, um, soul, soul flavor, flavor is like- it's soul food, but with, you know, own unique mm -hmm. kind of spin on because they have a pho. They have, you know, they have a fish, fish and, and chips, chips but, but it's like catfish. Mm -hmm. So kind of quote unquote normal dishes with their own spin on it. And again, they do fantastic stuff. So we're very fortunate that those places are somewhat close to our house. Um, and they are, we've had some, despite COVID happening in 2020, we had some really delicious food. Yeah, meals as good yeah. as meals that we've had other years. Yeah, when we traveled much more extensively. So so let's run through these really quick. Just yeah. so you guys, if you're listening um, and you want to write them down or anything like this, we'll run through them very, very quickly so that you can see, you can hear these. And we will recommend that you travel for these. And we'll especially recommend that on Instagram, you guys let us know. Hit us up at Extra Pack of Peanuts. What were your best meals of 2020? So you run through yours. Eight to one, and then I'll mm -hmm. run through mine. Cast Iron Kitchen, the fried chicken and waffles. Number seven, biscuits at Sutherly's. Uh, number six, the wings from Soul Flavor, which we just mentioned. Number five, Thai from Nui Nui Kitchen. Number four, mac and cheese at Rooster and Crow. Number three, Cape Fear Seafood Boil Company. Right. Number two, Zahav in Philly. And number one, Saltfish. And then my eight to one, eight tattooed chef acai bowls which you can find that. at costco seven that. hattie b's in nashville six salt fish in wilmington north carolina five smoothie bowls from either sweet aloha bowls in royersford pennsylvania outside of philadelphia or kelthy living in wilmington north carolina number four uh the cuban from rooster and crow in wilmington north carolina number three seafood boil from cape fear boil company in wilmington north carolina number two gumbo specifically the one that i ate from my dad but gumbo <laughs> and number one the wings but really any food at soul flavor which is a tiny little joint outside of wilmington north carolina as well so write those down if you guys are coming i mean basically like we said we didn't get to travel a ton but you can go to wilmington north carolina and if you like food and there's a lot other things to do oh, that we haven't done yes, i mean you guys so like many. one tree hill or dawson's mm -hmm. creek you can take uh the self-guided tours still haven't done that but so much to do there and so many mm -hmm. good restaurants for a city at size definitely i would say even though, you, well, no, I'll ask you. I'm not a foodie, apparently. <laughs> Would you say Wilmington, North Carolina classifies, it's like could be classified as a foodie destination yes, for definitely. its size? definitely. I think so, for sure. There's so many good restaurants for the population size there, I think. Yeah, I'm with you. Lots of mm. in Wilmington, North Carolina. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, we'll do part six. We'll wrap up our year in review with our part six. Best experiences of 2020 
um, if you missed some of the other ones we have done, we've done our best desserts, we've done our best drinks, we've done our superlatives, and we did our travel stats. You can either find them on Instagram, uh, you can watch the videos there, or you can also obviously find them in the podcast at the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, however you're listening to that. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, what used to be called iTunes, do us a real solid favor here in 2021. Leave us a reviewer rating. Yes, please. We are trying to get to 1,000. We're at 750 last I checked. So come on, guys. We're almost there. Help us out. That would be really um, helpful for us. And uh, if you guys are watching on Instagram, don't forget, we are going to be coming live tomorrow, wrapping up our 2020. And please let us know your best meal or best meals. We've had some people writing in mm -hmm. recently. They've been giving us our best drinks, best desserts. Keep that train going. If you haven't written into us yet, take some time. Hop on Instagram. What are your best meals of 2020? Where should we go in 2021? Because mm -hmm. fingers crossed, travel is opening up. Oh, slowly but surely. Yes. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you as always for the support that makes us one of the top rated travel podcasts out there. And until next time, happy free travels. See you everyone. Old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk. Till it strikes again On my way through I saw you on my